We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Have a drink, because this is Hangover Time. Right fucking there. <laughs> 41 points in the second half. Again. Again, another second half where you can't score like a modern NBA team. In the 1990s, this team would be a fucking beast. A goddamn beast. Yeah, they can't shoot threes. They can't hit free throws. They can't. It doesn't matter. In the 90s, 101 points. You're winning the fucking game. Too bad it's 2022 and 41 points in the second half ain't going to get you shit. All right? Kyle Lowry, fat ass, is playing 40-something minutes a game to lose. Like, what the fuck is going on? We got Jamal Cain and Highsmith and all these guys. You Our bench today with Jamal Cain, Haywood Highsmith, and Dwayne Dedman. And they were the only guys on the floor that were a plus on the game. Like, for the game. They were the only they, – they were the best players on the floor tonight. Dedman, Cain, and Highsmith. Haywood fucking Highsmith. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Like, I want to blame Spo. What? Like, what else, like, what else is he going to do? Play Orlando Robinson? I have no fucking idea. Take me out, Brass. I don't know. Like, I'm frustrated. Frustrated as shit. Another game where they lose by two, three, four fucking points. The best free throw shooting team in the league missed 10 free throws on their way to a four-point loss. And you can say, oh, it doesn't matter. No, tonight it mattered. Those, those, those free throw misses in the fourth quarter would have won you the game. Meanwhile, Rudy Gobert... Rudy fucking Gobert is 100% from the free throw line. Like, this season is stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> I don't like it. Like, I'm like when this shit is over, I'm going to treat it like that 2021 season that doesn't exist and doesn't actually count. Like, this season is dumb. I fucking hate it. I don't like it. Like, I, I, like, I just want to go – I just want to have my Thanksgiving and, and be thankful that – there's no heat games on Thanksgiving. Like I'm, do- I'm just this fucking season. Anyway, I'm Alphonse Sydney, aka Alf954. <laughs> Welcome into the Miami Heat Beat post game show, Hangover Time. Uh, if you're watching live on Twitch, we love you. Thank you. Uh, subscribe. Send us your bits. All that good shit. The chat is live. We have a really good time. If you're watching on the YouTube, uh, the Five Reasons YouTube channel, we love you as well. Thank you for tuning in. This is what we do every week, uh, once a week. Uh, one of the biggest games of the week. We come in, come in here for the uh, Hangover Time post game show. We're gonna have a good time, whether the Heat win or lose. It's always more fun when the Heat win, but we're gonna talk shit when they lose. We're gonna have a good time either way. And if you're watching the replay on either the Five Reasons YouTube or the Miami Heat Beat YouTube channel, we love you as well. But always try to catch us live. It's just a little bit more fun. The chat is lit. They're talking a whole bunch of shit. I'm not even reading the chat right now because it's a cesspool of negativity. And I'm trying to have a good time. It's Thanksgiving. Like, it's fall. Like, we're, it's, we're supposed to be thankful for everything we've been given. 
Haywood Highsmith minutes. Like <laughs> 20 fucking minutes of Haywood Highsmith in November. In November. Getting 20 minutes of Haywood Highsmith. 25 minutes of Jamal Cain, who I like. But somehow Jamal Cain plays more than Nikola Jovic. Man, I don't know why. Anyway, so we usually kick this off and find out what everybody's drinking tonight. We can't do that because we have Brady Hawk here from Five Reasons Sports, <laughs> and he's not allowed to drink. So we're not going to say what you're drinking. We're going to find out who kicked our ass, and there's a lot of options. They kicked our ass. Kenny, before we start, I just want to point out that Haywood Highsmith was a team high plus seven tonight. Oh, God. That was right. I don't is, understand that. Which is like, no, that's why just... plus minus uh, single game stats are ridiculous. Yeah, like... No, that feels right for tonight. He. No, first of all, Haywood Highsmith looks like when you mess up the face scan on 2K. So I don't <laughs> believe in his numbers anyway. I'm good on that. Um, who kicked our ass? Everybody, they the game ended on two bam out of bio free throw, um, three pointers. They, they don't care, man. And, and, <laughs> I, and you know what? I, I don't care right now either. When I lose, I'm just watching the game, enjoying myself. Two bam threes in a row, by the way. Like, hey, don't draw nothing up, Spo. It's cool, just coast through the season. <laughs> it's fine. Bam threes, great. Rudy Gobert hit four free throws. This wasn't a real game. Yeah, I don't care. This is not a real season. This but are you game. watching the game and enjoying yourself? Like, I don't think that's really possible with this with this current so, team, the way they've been playing lately. I would like to see 48 minutes of Nikola Jovic shooting everything, and I'll enjoy myself. <laughs> Might as well. Okay. But aside from that, not really. It wasn't. I looked at Rudy Gobert for a long time. It's just, that's not enjoyable. He, he got the hair dyed, but it's growing back in, and he's too lazy to get it redone. It I get it because it's Minnesota, but stop getting haircuts in Minnesota. Just go on a roll. Just do it there because, like, I, it makes no sense. Um, Smith and Schmolnick says Haywood Highsmith looks like looks like an Applebee's waiter. Um, anyway, <laughs> Siobhan. <laughs> Brady has to be in locker rooms with these people. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, Brady. Uh, Siobhan. Just it up. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, Siobhan, who kicked our ass tonight? Let's see. I got Spo here on the stat sheet is kicking our ass. I got the front office here on the stat sheet is kicking our ass. PJ Tucker hasn't done shit for us all season, but he's helped kick our ass by just not being there. All these coaches' decisions, DMP kicked our ass. It's a lot. Um, You know, I'm here. I'm having a great time. Um, It's a lot of shit kicking our ass right now, but... I'm not too too surprised. Brand what is oh, what is this Street Fighter ass music in the background? Is this a new song? Hey. It's a new track. Hey. No, so who kicked our ass music? Yeah, Street Fighter. Hey. No, like, we just won a lot last year, Bond. So we huh? didn't get this. We That's won true. a lot last year, so we didn't get um, a lot of this that, music. This is true. This is true. Yeah. Well, uh, Brad, got, everybody got fooled. Yeah, exactly. Who kicked our ass? <laughs> Don't get tonight? fooled. Um, so tonight, I'm I'm just gonna go with the uh, the Timberwolves front office because they they gave Rudy Gobert all this damn money and years and like I, I don't even know like it just completely screwed everything up. It threw everything off this last postseason, and then no moves could be made because you're stuck with fucking Gobert. Who did nothing tonight? Who only? Who, sure, he four for four from the free throw line, but didn't hit a single, not a single field goal throughout this game. And you know what? Still won, still won. I'm not really enjoying myself. <laughs> Bray, who kicked our butt tonight? Who kicked our tickets? I'd probably say the third quarter, like the fact that oh my the final God. number was 37 to 19, like the fact that. Uh, there's this thing that happens where I compare it to football, like where like there's that initial drive where everything's scripted and like everything looks really good. And then all of a sudden everything goes downhill. That's the heat's offense. Like you'll come out the gates and everything looks good. Then you get to the second half and it's like, what are we doing? Cause we're just going to spam the same thing over and over. So it's definitely the third quarter. I, I think they didn't, they scored like five points from the nine minute mark to like the one minute mark in the third oh. quarter. Like 
that just can't happen. Like, and then Timberwolves get on a run where they just can't miss from three. They went from like 12% in the first half to like crazy number in the third quarter. Like that just turns the game pretty much flips it right over. I say that all the time. They ride this like really good wave of adrenaline at first and then the game settles in and the other team's like, oh, this is what the fuck they're doing over mm-hmm. and over. Oh, okay, well, this is fine. We got this. And then they go and have it. <laughs> well, also, Kenny, I mean, <laughs> like I like the zone. I like it. Like, in like you know, as a little change of pace, you know, like, like Brady was saying, you got two running backs. You got your power running back. You got your switchy running back. You got your fast running back. I like it as a change of pace. But it cannot be your base defense, like for um, for like for for ninety percent of your possessions, and it gives up a lot of open threes. In the first half, they missed the open threes. In the second half, what is an NBA team going to do? They're going to start hitting them threes, and that's what mm-hmm. I I feel like part of that is what happened tonight. Yeah, um, I'm just going back to my original point. I don't feel like they care right now. <laughs> like it's just it's like no, nothing makes sense. Fucking two bam threes, man, <laughs> and like just but wow. Katie, you can't. I have never me. seen like yeah the zone. I don't really understand who they're even really trying to stop with that at this point. Like, is it go bear you're worried about? He's playing forty four minutes and he don't care. Like yeah, he has no choice though. Like they like Gabe is out. Um, their backup point guard tonight was Jovic, who should have played more. I don't know why he's not. Hey, that's another topic for another day. Once again, I'm just going with I don't think Spoke cares right now. But hey. that's a real problem, though. Is, you need to start caring. Yeah. You yeah. have to no. give a shit. You hey. have to give a shit. Hey, I'm not saying it's not a problem. I'm just looking at what I see. 48 minutes of zone against the Minnesota Timberwolves. I have no explanation for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a little insane, especially when they're like, who the fuck is um, who's the little short, bald motherfucker? Like, I don't even. Uh, McLaughlin or some shit like that. Jordan McLaughlin. McLaughlin. He looks like like the worst bouncer at, who's ever worked at a bar, and like he's just <laughs> killing you. I don't. Uh, I mean, three, th- Bond, he had three threes headed into tonight. Uh, four, four for five for the game. Uh, he was killing you. I mean, he had three threes in the third quarter, killing you all night. But Bond, what I don't understand is okay. I get the zone when you have like Max and Duncan out there and Deadman's your center and you, you're just trying to like get some possessions and get okay. get a few minutes so Bam can come back in. But when you have Bam, Kayla Martin, Kyle Lowry on the floor, I feel like you have enough good defenders that you shouldn't be playing zone in 2022. So, it doesn't make sense. It's interesting. I don't think they feel as confident in Kyle's POA defense as you might think that they would because – I tweeted this earlier too. They don't use him. They don't like, it doesn't feel like they like using him at the top of their zone anymore. And when they have him at the bottom, once that front line of the zone is cracked, he's just small back there. And so like in theory, yeah, maybe you should be able to play some man, but that hasn't been working. They've been playing like all zone for a majority of stretches of game for like a few games now. And it's not even the zone that they've been playing. They've been, having success with like the three, two kind of one, two, two set where they at least have enough people up top to get out to the shooters. They've been going back to that flat ass two, three and, and not rotating well out of it. Um, and so I, I don't know what the, and we said the same thing about Minnesota last year. Like we went to the game G was like, ah, oh, they suck from three. And then they came out and like shot our eyes out in three. And it's the same thing that's happening this year. I don't know what it is that they're trying to accomplish with the zone. Typically you play a zone against teams that can't shoot. And yeah, we played Golden State the whole game in the zone, it seems like. Um, we saw we gave Minnesota all zone tonight, but it's because we can't defend one-on-one. Teams are bigger, stronger, have more energy, more liveliness about them. So I don't know what we want them to do. If they're going to play his own, they're going to have to play his own. But I would at least like to see them play the one that's kind of been working for them and moving. Bon, you just can't play zone for 48 minutes. Oh, like well, eventually. Okay. So, I like, agree. They played some men early on. Eventually, they're going to give it to Nas Reed at the free throw line, and they're like, they're <laughs> going to figure shit out. Like, But that's what I'm saying. They've been setting themselves up in a way to defend that person in the middle better, and they've gone away from it. It's It's weird to me. All right, so you know, I, go ahead. I have this to say. 
and I am late. I understand that because I finished my drink in the first 10 minutes of the show. So don't expect intelligence from me tonight. But they're playing out of zone because they just trying to preserve energy, I guess. They don't have a ton of guys playing. I don't fucking know. I'm out of excuses, man. Um, but I think that's it. They're just trying I mean, to preserve energy. And I get that. I guess. You have I a guess. eight-man rotation. But I, Brady, it's just not. And to me, like we're, we're, we're harping on the zone. And I just, I honestly, I feel like it's way too gimmicky for a full game. I feel like it's just too much zone. But they held the Timberwolves to 105 points. Like, mm-hmm. you should be able to win an NBA game. Are we harping too much on the defense? Because 105 points would be one mm-hmm. of the best defenses in the league. Yeah, the, the offense is the problem to me. But it yeah. still is is something to look at when you talk about the defense. When you see it flipped out, it's working in the first half, and then it doesn't in the second half. And the reason you guys are just going over, it's like teams figure it out. Uh, the whole goal here is to basically, uh, if you're the offense, is to get to the middle of the floor and kind of crack mm-hmm. the zone in that middle zone. But what Miami wanted to do originally when they started running the zone was they want you to take that push shot in the middle of the floor. Like, they were not going to help over far from corners. They were going to limit threes in those spots, and they were just going to make you take that shot. Uh, I forgot what game it was. I think it, it was the Suns game they, when they basically did it with Cameron Payne, and they, they basically won the game for that reason. Uh, when you start helping off, and now you're flying to that middle of the zone, and you're worried about it because Towns is hitting that shot, and then now Jordan McLaughlin's four or five. Like, that's when it comes problematic. Uh, and I'll say, I think they do not trust, or I'll say Spo does not trust Jovic defensively. Like, that is my major no. takeaway. Because the fact that they're playing Jamal Kane over him to close games, and it's like, part of it, we make the jokes about, like, if, if Jovic was undrafted, he'd be playing 45 <laughs> minutes. But, like, if part of it is just, like, if he, if somebody defends, he just trusts you. Like, that's just is what it is. And if, if yeah. I don't think he's been terrible defensively either. Like, in, in the role he's been put in, I don't think he's done bad in drop. I don't think he's done bad in certain spots. But there's still an element of there's more trust there with other guys. So, another reason they go stone so much is because when they're playing with Jovic, even though Bam is next to him, they don't want to have that type of pick on play where you have Max and in, in, uh, Kyle at the point of attack. And then you have Jovic sitting here that can get picked on. So there's a couple of different reasons, but I really do think we're, we're probably harping too much on the defense because the fact that you, you ended up scoring 101 in this game where the offense looked good for a major portion. And like I said before, the third quarter just stalls out and I'll kick it back to you guys. And I'll say one thing. It's like the major thing that stands out to me is like Kyle Lowry is out there as the only ball handler on this team, basically. Mm-hmm. Like he is fighting for his life in half court offense because mm-hmm. you have Bam and Jovic who can be those guys, but they're not going to them consistently. They're not running pick and rolls. They're not doing this type of stuff. So what you're seeing is Lowry's just be spamming pick and roll Bam every single play. When he's not, what is happening? Well, Max Struess is their secondary ball handler. He ends up putting up uh, oh, 23 shots in this game, Max Struess, and he had a couple turnovers. He had four turnovers in this game because he's not a ball handler. Like, he's having – they're forcing him into these high pick and roll reps because they just have nobody else. So, like, part of me is like, yeah, Max had a rough game. and and But it's like I can't even put it on Max because Max is put in, in a very terrible spot when they're putting him in this situation. Uh, and then Max is shooting in general. It's like you're asking the guy – that the only guy on the scene that's going to provide any type of gravity right now to basically for three straight games in high minutes, just run around, like just run around the floor to create some gravity, create some shooting. And then you're surprised that he's short on jumpers because he doesn't have any legs. Like I'm not surprised. Like I'm not shocked at all that he's missing yeah. shots. So uh, the offense is just a little bit weird conversation in general. Cause uh, when you're talking about an eight man rotation and you guys talk about the three players off the bench, it's just, it's <laughs> tough to work around. Brady. Can I repeat the three bench players? Yeah. <laughs> Jamal Kane, Haywood Highsmith, and Dwayne Dedman. Are Kenny, are we doing too much? Like, are we doing too much? With, like, <laughs> there's no there's no Jimmy Butler. There's no Tyler Hero. Like, I just told you what their bench was. They're on the road in Minnesota. Who's a bad team? That's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. you should be able to beat a bad team. They lost by four. Like, they had a third quarter where they scored 19 points, only scored 101 points. 41 points in the second half. Like, what are we doing? Are we are we being too hard on a team missing? Like Brady said, Struce is a secondary ball handler. Mm-hmm. Struce should never be your secondary ball handler, right? Like, are we being too hard on a team that's just missing a lot of pieces? Or are we just being realistic on a team that's 7-11 and 11 right now? Like, we can say it's early, and it is early. Like, a five-game, a four- or five-game win streak turns the season around. It is early. But at seven eleven, are we? Is it time to like? Are we? Are we being too hard on them right now? Is what I'm asking. 
Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. It is a bit of an overreaction. Um, I think even still with them looking bad early on before the injuries, that was just kind of more sort of adjustments. And they started to mesh and get a little better, and then guys started getting injured. And those bench players you named, fucking wow. I mean, <laughs> they, it just realistically, they just look like the team that has the players available that they have available. And so I'm not really chipping off these. Um, me and Frankie were the, the best pre-game. players on the floor tonight, man. Yeah, me and Frankie said in pregame, like, neither of us were expecting a win. With Like, they're just this schedule right now is so brutal with the small amount of players they have. It's just we can't really be too hard on them. It's just like it just kind of is what it is right now. They got to get guys back. I still don't want to see as much Haywood Highsmith regardless, but it kind of just is what it is right now. But do you have a – Do you have? I'm curious. Do you have a magic number, Kenny, to, uh, when you're like, okay, enough is enough? I'm just I'm a little I'm a little curious as to what that is because I understand what you're saying. I do think that, you know, there was it was a little bit it's not necessarily prophetic what fans were saying, uh, being negative about this team in the first uh first, you know, ten games of the season, but it's it's just but they're not it's just it's not it's not clicking and it's not it's it's frustrating. And at a certain point you do have to sort of go like, Man, this is not good and i and 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 you have to start pointing blame to why these things are the way they are and not just well they don't really care well, no, you know I, what i mean I was, like i was saying they don't care like kind of a joke because them with two threes in the game is pretty ridiculous there's no other explanation <laughs> for that but reality, really the reality i think is, he was just trying to get to the 18 mark because he said that before the season right but like I, you know, I just this team is they, they are not they are nowhere near as good. As, I mean, last year they were absolutely lights out from three, and I think in the third it was so disheartening because absolutely nothing was falling, nothing at all was falling, and I yeah. see no plays drawn up just to go just score two points, score two points. Just they they, they let these leads just completely disintegrate. Yeah, disintegrate, and then I feel like it's getting in their heads. Max, in particular, I feel uh, is is really because he had he had a, a a nasty turnover at the end. He had an air ball with the last couple of minutes. I mean, it was like two minutes ago or something like two three minutes ago. I mean, it was just like he, pretty he, inexcusable Max, stuff. And I'm not no, putting Max this on is, Max, but no, I'm just he's putting been bad. But I, I think he's at, he's being asked to do well, more than he really so, should be doing. So but no, I'm gonna go to Bond because Bond has Bond's been kind of on this with this team. And what, what I will say is last year when they had games like this, when there was a bunch of guys out, they had the Kyle guys of the world. And I would go back to Kyle guy, right? You do. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> because Kyle guy would come in here for four threes. No, he gave him Kyle guy would hit an open three. Duncan yes. Robinson was hitting threes. Max Schultz was hitting threes. Uh-huh. Gabe was hitting threes. Caleb was hitting threes. PJ Tucker was hitting threes. They, made, they had such a margin for error. Because they were hitting, like they were, they were setting three point records every time Jimmy and Bam sat set out. Foolish. They were shooting threes at a ridiculous clip. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This year, the guys that are coming in are Jamal Cain and Haywood Heisman, <laughs> right? It's just, it's not the same. You're not getting that same energy. Max Schroes is not shooting well. Gabe Vincent's hurt. Caleb Martin's not shooting well. You don't have a PJ Tucker. Like, I just, I feel like there was a lot of fool's gold in some of those wins last year when Bam and Jimmy were hurt. They did, Bond, they would hit like 22 threes a game. Well, a lot of it is there's a train coming. So I'm probably going to have to mute in like five seconds and I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, a lot of it is is kind of what Brady alluded to and what Tiff and I have been saying a lot in that, you know, the strength of the team last year was their depth. The depth now is being asked to do frontline duties, but also pick up in the spots where they would have been picking up in last year as well. And, and again, it's not an indictment on the people who are starting, but it is fair to say that the adjustments with the starters have thrown off kind of the balance of the backside of the of the bench. And it's not just Tyler, Caleb as well. When those two weren't starting, Tyler was able to come in and cook and do his thing. When, when Caleb wasn't starting, he was able to come in and relieve Jimmy. There's no one relieving these guys now. And yeah, Gabe's not shooting well before he was hurt. Max is, but Gabe also is asked is is being asked to facilitate a bit more, which which he should be able to do. He's getting the third quarter. Yeah, Um, and it's about to be closer. (laughs) Um, And and Max is definitely asked is being asked to do a lot as well. So um, a lot of it is fatigue, and it is a rude ass train, Jared. Like they hear me talking, they know I'm having a conversation. yeah, no, Max is being asked to do so much that's taken away from what it was that he was able to do. And so it's it's kind of been a little bit of something that I've anticipated happening and, and coming into. Victor Nomir being hurt is bigger than I thought it'd be. And I agree with that, too. And But people were, like, clowning on what Omir was supposed to be or what not to be. And I'm like, okay, but this is the person that they're, they're going in on him. They expect him to be a part. They did expect Victor to be a part, which would have offset the Tyler move to the start. And so, yeah, Gio, those are, those are big things that, that are kind of hurting them. Um, Smith and fuck you, but <laughs> you know, that's, that's kind of what it is. It's this is tired is the lack of depth. Um, and I genuinely feel like I've said it a little bit before and Greg Leif and I have talked about it a little bit. I think they are a little bit over themselves as presently constructed. The shit is hard. It's tiring. All this hardest work and strongest, da, 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 da. all that shit gets old quick, mm-hmm. especially when other teams are, are getting better and bigger and all of this other stuff. So I think there's this kind of some overall sense of fatigue um, mentally and, and physically kind of with the team right now. I, you know, Bond, there's a point to that. Like there's a fatigue that comes when, you're with the same group for four Just years. So they're, they're, they're in that fourth year. That's that's when, like, I mean, the big three era. That fourth <laughs> year is when we all were like, "Damn, these motherfuckers hate each other." Like, <laughs> you know. And I don't think I, I don't like. I hear I see the bad vibes tweets. I don't really see that. And I honestly, those are the kind of things I don't care about because I don't but know. You know no, remember, but you I remember, see, but you remember. You, I'm the... not just being like a bitch. I'm telling you, I know what a group that is fucking tired of themselves starts to look like. And I get it. And then yeah. when you when you lose a few games in a row, it gets worse. It's like it, just, it gets worse. And like they've had so many games. Like if they had pulled out some of these two point, three point, four point games, 
Like it changes the narrative a little bit, but we it band-aids it. It doesn't it does. look at that Suns game. Like look at the the talk after that Suns game where it was like, okay, the locker is back, everybody's together now, this team is yeah, like finding band-aids. rhythm. So but those type of wins, the Washington one was specifically would have done that. That would have paired up probably all these games. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing, it's like, yeah, they are band-aids, but they they're band-aids not bleeding. Like, right? It helps. Like, it helps. It helps. You know, I, I'm more cons- I am more concerned about the locker room feel right now than I was after the uh the UD and uh Jimmy Exchange last what, year. What what I'm concerned about right now is that Kyle is looking around like Jimmy, Tyler, where the fuck are you guys? Yes. Right. I, I what what I'm concerned about is like guys looking at like yo, Depot, you were supposed to be here. Yeah. Like a lot of this stuff that we're complaining about, this yeah. is not like Brady. We talk about Haywood Highsmith and <laughs> Dwayne Deckman. It was supposed to be Victor Oladipo and Omer Yurt Seven, right? Mm-hmm. So even like I, I I've been a big Omer hater, right? But one of the things I said is that is an excellent backup center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a 13 to 15 minute a game guy who's going to pull out eight re- eight rebounds in 15 minutes. Yeah. He's going to get you a few putbacks. That is a a great, um, especially in a team that's struggling to score. Omar Yurt Seven would have been a big help, and like that's what I'm worried about when these guys are looking around. Like, where the fuck is our help, Brady? Like, yeah. where like they're like I, I know Kyle and Bam got to be like, damn, like we're doing this all by ourselves. Yeah, side note, you bring up Omer, and during this game, with all the things that went wrong, one of the things I, I texted was, this team needs a backup big, because watching Deadman take that step-back jumper, oh my God. Day, <laughs> that was wild. That welcome, was, welcome, welcome. I thought he was James Harden. I'm telling you, like, he gets a little confidence. Like, he really gets confidence when he hits a shot. Because, like, think back to last game when he yells at Duncan, like, he like, got some authority, then he, like, he gets a confidence <laughs> player. Like, if he hits one, he feels like he hits six. But aside from that... Um, He's trying to sell his own shirt. Nas Reed, Nas Reed went to foul him when he went up for a dunk, and he was, was going to get pinned at the rim. He should have just let him go. But Yeah, he wasn't going to make that dunk. He wasn't going to make that dunk. <laughs> go ahead, Brady. Oh, yeah, no Duncan Robinson. Doesn't count tonight, guys. True. He could have played the four in the high Smith minutes. But the you talk about, like, the injuries and, I guess, the, the feel of the locker room. It's like... You hit on it when you said it before. It's like you're everybody's. We talk about Kyle a ton, and everybody has their own opinion on Kyle and what he's been in Miami. But watching him out on the floor play 51 minutes and this game 44 minutes, taking charges, the only guy on the floor that's creating positive offense for this team, doing all this different stuff. And, and Jimmy Butler's his one of his best friends is sitting at home saying, like, I want to know what he's thinking because everybody's like trying to say when they're losing these games, it's like, what is it? What are they doing as a team for Jimmy Butler? Because Jimmy Butler is the guy that they were building this all around. We're like, Jimmy Butler's not even in Minnesota right now. Like, Jimmy Butler wasn't in Washington. So it's like, part of me is like, they have to get to a point where it's like, well, my, my one of my best friends at 37 years old is out here putting my body on, his body on the line. Now, I guess now we have to turn this around and actually play games and get healthier. So these guys, like, the all the depot thing's weird because I have no, I have no idea what's happening there. I have no expectation there. I, I don't even know, like, I don't, I'm not putting anything on that, but I think we all know Jimmy and Tyler are capable of coming back. They're capable uh, of doing things for this team, but uh, losing the locker room, it was funny because you said about losing the locker room before, and I thought about like half the locker room right now is literally Jamal Kane, High Smith, Denman, and Orlando Robs. There's like nine guys in that locker room tonight. Which <laughs> they're just happy sad. to be here. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, just, they're just happy to live another day in the Miami Heat jersey. So, yeah. Uh, I, I think, oh. They're like, no, we're trying ahead. to turn up in Minnesota. I just think all the all the stuff about the team and the locker room, it's just probably a little overblown. They just look like a team that's losing. Yeah, and they're missing so many key guys. Like I, I'm not taking anything away from this. And when they come the back guys, and they, they look healthy. Well. Then... They hadn't started. They maybe started to piece it together, but that's still without the time in which they started to find themselves a little bit still was without Tyler, who is projected, who is supposed to be a big piece of them. Some of it might be overblown, but I'm telling you, some of it is not. Yeah, I, I just, I just feel like we were talking so much differently at the, after the Phoenix game. Like that's my thing. It's like, and then after the Phoenix game, like the entire world falls apart. Well, here's a super chat comment. Uh, Corbs asked, "Do the Heat need to hire a shot psychiatrist? They are the third worst team in the NBA in wide open shots, slightly ahead of the Lakers and the Knicks." Oh God, that's they a are. I absolutely loathe. 
like Kenny, I've been saying it. Like we keep talking about defense, this offense, like, and they are generate the fact that they're generating these open shots says the process is good. And that's why, like, I've been having the, I, I have this thing where I'm like, okay, eventually they'll figure it out, right? Like, because if the process is good, these guys have been known to hit wide open three pointers, and they're just not. Eventually, that'll come around, but it's just it just has it. And that's why I've been this whole time. I'm not sitting here pointing fingers. I'm not talking about what Spo needs to do with the rotation, with the lineups, all that stuff. They just got to make their shots. I don't know what's going on. And it's since the playoffs. They're just missing everything wide open. Since it's fucking Conference, weird. And since the, set, the, uh, the, the series against the Sixers. Yeah, it's, it's fucking weird. I have no explanation for that. It's just like they're doing – I'm not going to say everything right because they are fucking up sometimes, but they're generating the looks. It's right there. And even tonight, dude – how many fucking free throws did they miss? Ten. Even there, it's just like. Yeah, that's unusual. That's and well, weird. and well, and that's probably just legs, but just the. So free throws are legs, but jump shots are not legs. I didn't say that. I would say jump shots are legs. I don't want to hear none of this leg shit. I'm sorry. I, I've told you this shit, Bond. I don't want to hear it. Like, come on, like these guys they gotta hit their shots. They, they were missing. They were missing a lot of them. Got healthy too, huh? There was a lot of massage healthy too. I'm thinking that's a problem in itself, but I'm I think tonight I'm talking about fatigue. I can't tell yeah, if this is parody or not. It's definitely parody. That's it. That's the last straw. As a proud Miami Heat fan since 1988, I have never been more ashamed of a defeat in my life. I will now take my support to the Orlando Magic, where they know how to run a franchise. I felt like that tonight a little bit. <laughs> and I, you know why I felt like that? Because here is our Gaga of the game. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. This is just the highlight of the game right here. Ga, 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 ga. You are stupid. Why does he look like that, man? He wanted to take off from further, but realized he couldn't, so he had to squeeze in that last dribble right there. Caleb is from that first dribble. He would like, I, I can't tell if he's fat or not, and I don't like that. <laughs> His shorts don't even look regulation. Like... <laughs> Play that again, Brad. His shorts don't look <laughs> oh like the re- everybody else's shorts. They gave they gave Haywood some different shorts. They he looked like he got them from the heat store before the game. <laughs> <laughs> look at it. He don't those ain't heat shorts. This shit don't even look right. The line don't match up. We got the swing man replicas. <laughs> Crazy Andy had that in like a bin in the in the back room. <laughs> That should say heat with two E's. So that's what we celebrate tonight. And in honor of Haywood Highsmith, we're going to bring up uh, our new segment. We're going to look at some stats. Again? Oh. <laughs> I, I thought he was going to play it again. It's like I, the um, I love it. The high Smiths and the lows. This is per Juan Carlos Bardino and John Jablanca. Uh, follow them on Twitter at Kelly O'Burner and at John Jablanca underscore. They are the resident statisticians for Miami Heat Beat. Uh, John Jablanca just actually came out with a new uh, launching pad for MiamiHeatBeat.com this week. Check it out. Um, so they gave me a bunch of stats this week, and I just wanted the stats that said how bad is Haywood Highsmith as a player, right? Yeah, you rude. <laughs> so Haywood Highsmith, he has a <laughs> minus 5.4 offensive, es- I think that's estimated plus minus, third worst in the league for anybody with 100 minutes. He's a minus 8.7 on offense for Raptor. I don't know what that means. Yeah, tell me what the Raptor stands for. I don't give a fuck. I don't know. Ask Gianni. Second worst amongst guys with 100 minutes. Minus 8.1 something something block uh, box plus minus. Worst among players with 100 minutes. Minus 3.89 something ORPM. I chart. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what all. I don't know what any of this means. But John assured me. 
out of players that played 100 minutes in the NBA this season, he is the worst. <laughs> he is the worst offensive player in the NBA this year. And I don't know what any of those hey. fucking numbers mean, <laughs> but it's all it's all bad. And those it, are completely made up stats, but I And it supports it. my No, put them back up. Put them stats back up. They ain't made up. Look at that. Minus 5.4 OEPM. Like, no, who the fuck made up the Raptor stat? That in the that's, LeBron that's, that's, stat. I hate that. Did. <laughs> Raptor and LeBron. Wait, wait, Brady, Brady, what's EPM? That's estimated box plus minus or some shit? Wait, let's go with that, sure. I, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> Brady so. don't know. Right. <laughs> and then OBPM, like he's bad at OBPM. Hey, what the please. fuck is that? And ORPM, <laughs> Brad's put some of these wrong. Look, I'm watching what the Utah game. I literally copied and pasted, man. Don't put this shit on me. I'm watching this. It's Brady right now. Look, I'm watching the Utah game right now, and Max Cruz is third in the NBA in miles run on offense this season. That used wow. to be Duncan. They are no <laughs> And I feel those last three games have been even more so running. He's the guy that's playing all these minutes, and the only guy that's the shooter creating these looks. So, like, you bring up legs before is literally what this is like. These He's run twenty five miles on offense. No, let me, okay, y'all didn't give that. You, y'all didn't give that excuse to Duncan. Max ain't because that excuse he had, he had people beneath him. There's no one beneath Max. <laughs> That's before Max sense, came on the scene. There was no like we didn't trust Max at first. Y'all didn't. Come on. I swear to God, the same time I was talking about Gabe, I was talking about Max. And I said Max could approximate some of the stuff Duncan does. Max looked terrible uh, hey, the first couple games. You. Hey, I didn't want to bring it up on air because it's just been a thing I've been having fun with. But the treatment of Max Drews in comparison to other Heat players by fans is pretty hilarious to me. You didn't get paid I just want to point that out. It's, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, it's which is dumb because who cares about money? But it's just it's it's a little funny. It's it's a little interesting. Um, he can go two for fifteen from three, and and people like blame Kyle for that and shit like that. And then it was Tyler's fault at the beginning of the year, and Tyler was playing well. And then it's like, hey, why is there such a difference here? Well, Tyler has superstar expectations. All right, well, does Duncan have superstar expectations? No, but he's not Max, so we got to stand but up for Max. Look, so this is this is what I'll say, right? Because I don't do the accountability stuff, and this guy needs to do this. And so just, if you're going to be a hypocrite about it, just, do, just don't do it at all, because it gets ridiculous after a while. You are conflating. <laughs> I don't no, I do think there is a there is something to be said about once guys get paid, the 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 expectations flip, right? So like I see a lot of people saying What do you Kyle, mean why? Speaking of getting paid, thank you for the five dollars from uh Mitswaki. Uh F that Spo gotta explain why he trusts Max and Caleb more to handle the ball more than Jovic and why Jovic isn't getting that major is minutes. He's a point correct. forward. So that, thank you for your donation. No, and here's the thing, and it, I, I do want to finish my thought on, on the contracts thing, Brass. Brass trying to stop. We, he was. We I'm just trying. Listen, okay. people donate, okay. and I'm very grateful. Thank you for the donations. Um, but I do think, like sometimes people say, "Oh, uh, Gabe should start over Kyle." Man, if, 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 if the thing is, if Gabe was under that same spotlight as Kyle, y'all would be killing Gabe, and he wouldn't deserve it. Like, but I'm just saying, like, that spotlight of starting and that spot, like, if Gabe got paid $30 million a year, y'all be killing that man for some of the shit he does. And, but that's all. The expect, expectations change once you get paid, Kenny. And that's, and, I mean, that's real. It has so little to do with basketball, and that's all I care about. But it, which it, is does, like, it does impact the team and the way the team is built. Like, you can't say, you can't say it doesn't. How does it have little to do with basketball? It, it has nothing to do with on the court, but it has something to do with I, the way well, the team is built. I care about on the court. And so looking at the team, if you're going to, like, punish and, like, bash and brutalize some guys for their, for their production, then do it with everybody or don't do it at all because we're talking about basketball. So I don't – if you're going to skip over it because it got, hasn't gotten paid yet, well, do you care about the team winning right now or not? Because if you go on like complain for days after every loss, then you obviously care. So have these expectations for everybody. 
That's all I'm saying. Because this is the current team right now. I don't care about fake trades, past trades that didn't happen, future trades, all that stuff. If you're gonna look at the team right now and you're gonna care all so much about wins and losses that it really affects your move, then if you're gonna hand out all this shit, hand it out equally. Well, right. Yeah. My yeah. Well, I I do want to say my issue with everyone loves to throw one player under the bus every game, and I think that's stupid. Because yeah, yeah. everyone ultimately is at fault. Some decided le- less than others. Because you know, Bam has been very consistent this year. But 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 in general, it's just the the team dynamics are shit right now. And like it's just, it's not it's just not happening. What's that? For a couple of weeks from Brass, uh, skip. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, but it's it's frustrating because everyone just I just. There's this like longing to be right. It's, it's like, weird. oh, I it's told you weird. that player sucks. It's like, come on, man. Like that's that's shit analysis, and that's coming from me, who doesn't know how to analyze a damn thing, <laughs> like, it, it, except a cocktail menu. No, but, but like, it, but that it, is, it, that is true. It, there are so many people out there just watching games, like looking to verify their takes. I do it too, to be honest with you. But I oh, yeah. do like I I watch this game hoping that we could play the I'm sorry song. For Haywood Highsmith, like I get a couple, like I started off to, that way. I want, I mean, wanted to be wrong. Like I want to play the I'm so, I'm sorry, sir. I wanted to say I'm sorry to Hamish. I really did, and then you know, then, I, I just, I just, I just want some understanding of it. And Hamish, because, because like if it's not Tyler or Duncan, then everybody just skates free, and I don't really get it. I don't, I'm not, I don't know what y'all are looking at where you're not seeing it, other people give criticism to other people. Like, I've been vocal that, like, Gabe shot like shit. I'm happy with some of the, and I'm not liking, like, some of his defensive stuff. Like, that's not, I, I and so I'm not saying that people aren't, but I just, I don't know, maybe I'm not seeing what y'all are seeing in that it's either all Duncan or all Tyler and no one else is getting their share of of criticism, whatever. And again, like this idea that like, if you get a raise and a new job description, you are expected to now work at that new job description. And so like the idea that getting more money or whatever doesn't raise expectations, I, I, I can't subscribe to that. I feel like Bam and Kyle get just as much heat, I would say, as Tyler and Duncan. Like I Kyle feel like it's right in that. Kyle's in that group too, and I don't really get that either. And a lot of what Kyle has gotten this season, some of it's deserved, uh, but a chunk of it isn't. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like a major part of the BAM stuff is either. Like, BAM gets just random hate for no reason. Like, they just, it's just like you just want to just find something a lot of the time where uh, that's why I really do believe it's contract based, like, as much as we hate to hear it, because. Max, as much as we let him slide, I guess, or people let him slide, I think Gabe is at the same level of Max, where I think he yep. is able to slide as well. And they're both under the same contract. Caleb's in that middle range where Caleb's not flipping a game, like, and by any means, like, I don't, because he's not high enough volume mm-hmm. or high enough usage. So he's in that middle range anyway. But all the guys that get the heat are those guys that you mentioned. And Jimmy's on the outer range because I think everybody pretty much knows what Jimmy is and what he does in the playoffs that no matter what happens, He's not going to take a major portion of anything. So I feel like it's if you look down, I guess the contract, like top to bottom, that's pretty much the level of attention you're getting, I guess, after a game. That's just none of my that's none of our business to me. Like I even with the expectations being raised, like, okay, that's fine. See, Kenny, but just I, compared to the market, like Kenny, guys I get do, paid. I do, Kenny, I do think some of it is disproportionate, right? I yeah. really do. I do think some of it is disproportionate. Like, we act like 18 million or I mean, I think Duncan made $15 million a year last year. We act like he's on a max deal. So he was, he's not on a max deal. He's not on a huge deal. It's a normal deal for uh, a three point shooter of his caliber, right? Like it's a normal deal, but when his deal and the first year, his deal did not affect what they did, but going forward, his deal affects shit. Kyle deal affects things. Like these guys, the money that they pay these guys affects yeah. what they can do. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other hand, people don't understand how trade work trades work. If you don't have these contracts, you can't trade. Right. Like you need these contracts to trade. Like, but so there's a lot of there's a lot of machinations involved. 
So, but so I wish we didn't talk about contracts. I wish we talked about minutes and usage. Like your minutes and usage should be like what I hold you accountable for. That's right? the thing too. Duncan got money and can't be used. Like those are compounding issues that people so have. This, 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 no, 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 not yes, is not being used. But that's this. he has been being. He's been, been a big part of the rotation now. Like. To me, Gabe has been bad at points and nobody talks about it. Max has been bad at points and nobody talks about it. And like Kyle gets all this shit and Bam gets all this. Like, Bam, like I can say Bam was bad tonight in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. He just was. Like, and that's fair to talk about. Mm-hmm. But I just, I, like, I think there's some place in the middle, right? Where we can talk about like contracts and the effect on the team. But we also need to talk about like, okay, who's getting the minutes though? Who's out there playing? Yeah. How are they playing? Cool. This, this, this is my last point on this, right? Because I think we have to like take a further step out and look at the full context of it. With Duncan, it was either pay him or lose him for nothing and just not be able to sign anyone else. That wasn't a loss. They, they, he, they had his bird rights. It's fine. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. He was the best free agent that year, and they desperately needed a point guard. And so you had to overpay if you consider it an overpay. And so I'm at that point, like when you understand that, what's the point of complaining now? Did, did you want to keep Kendrick non starting? Like, did you want Duncan to just walk and like get yeah, nothing? I love how everybody wants Goron back, and Goron was so bad. Like, and Goron like, is, uh, like, yeah. that's like, like stuff like that. That's, that's why but I just no, don't But, I, but I will say, because, here, like, here's the last thing I, before we go to what they're doing over there. The last thing I'll say about. The Duncan contract, yes, it was burn rights. And I honestly, I was fine with the Duncan contract because I still think that is going to be the contract that gets traded in February. And that's going to bring you a power forward. And I'm okay with that. But when, once you start talking about five years, like we, we're no longer in that burn rights conversation. Like yeah, but no, that contract money affects you every year after that. So we do, that is something uh, to be said. It's just and funny. Some, 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 some of the some of the like you know run it back people who bitch about the run it back are like oh come on Gorn and Whiteside come on. <laughs> and they it's made like... Duncan their starting shooting guard before he had developed a handle, so it was like the money and the position, and it was like a lot. Was, of was working. Guard was working. Before he got the money, it was working. It was definitely working. Like right up to he right, started right in the, the finals, finals like... didn't he? Am I wrong? Yeah, no, no. It, it was working. Look, that's a, that's why I don't could because yeah, Bond. He started he, in the finals, yeah. like so and that's, he had like a thirty point game. Like, like let's so, not do but, that. Like, no, no, no. So look, 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 this this is why I don't care about guys' contracts because it's based on what they did leading up to it and what the market dictates. And so they had to like that was coming off the year he had the couple years he had. It was a good deal. After that, then hey, whatever. But it's nothing you can do at that point. He earned it up to that point. He, it was him, his agent, and the team agreed to it. It made sense at the time. If he's not producing now, what are we going to do about it? What Cancel it. Carlos Arroyo. <laughs> I'm good. Yes, Carlos Arroyo. <laughs> Who else wants Carlos Arroyo back? Why are we? <laughs> Duncan Robinson didn't even play tonight, Brady. <laughs> yeah, I'm. They, I was just sitting here thinking they could have used Carlos Arroyo tonight as a secondary ball. (laughs) Anybody. They could have used Duncan Robinson tonight. There is space to talk about why won't they use Jovic more as a ball handler. They definitely – he's been a playmaker and a point guard, a ball handler his entire life. And, like, they look good and they trust him. They feel good with him handling the ball. I don't understand supposed. That confused me because he was playing the one in the second quarter and it looked great. And then Spokes never went back to it. And then, oh, fuck that. He, he, he had a play where it surprised me. Like, he he had a stretch of the first half where he did not look good. Like, he was missing shots. He was kind of in his own head, it felt like, at times. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, when a young guy, something like that happens, it's like he's done for the rest of the game. He's not going to get back in it because that's just the way it is. And all of a sudden, they miss the shot. He gets the ball. He goes down on the break transition, slides it over to Struce. It's a wing, left wing three. Next play, same thing. Runs in transition, makes a decision, looks it off, throws the Struce for another three. It's like that type of stuff. Like when you can spark runs in like 30 seconds of six points because you're creating it, because you're looking off a defender and getting Max an open three. It's like that's the stuff that makes people think like, why is he not being used more of, the, of as a ball handler? But then there's also the element of like, 
why is he not just being used more? Like, forget, even forget the ball handler. Just like he needs to be used more. Like, when, if you're if we're sitting here and we're having a conversation, is Jovic the starting forward for this team, or is he a rotation player for this team? If we look at the roster tonight and he's not trusted on this roster, like the guy, eight guys that played, yeah. what makes us think that Spo's going to trust him when everybody comes back? Because I don't. Then why trust start it. him? Like that's what pisses me the fuck off. And I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Like that's what like honestly I think this has been one of Spo's worst seasons in a long time. Mm-hmm. The, and and honestly he could turn it around and honestly he and also he knows a shit ton more than me. But there's absolutely no way in my mind that if you have eight healthy people <laughs> and three of them are Dwayne Dedman, Highsmith and Kane, why Jovich isn't playing 30 fucking minutes? Nonsensical. It doesn't make any sense and we keep doing this. Like last, I think last game, Jovic played almost as many minutes as Heisman. <laughs> and I don't fucking get it. Like in the first half, Jovic was minus one. In the first half, Heisman was minus 20. Minus <laughs> fucking 20 in one half. Like this dude does not play NBA basketball. He is not an NBA basketball player. They didn't even give him NBA sanctioned shorts. My man is out here wearing black Air Forces with a shitty haircut and a stubble beard. Like, why is he on? Like, I uh, okay, he's a nice kid, and he plays really fucking hard. 13 minutes, 12, 10, 8. He doesn't need to play that much, especially if Jovic is only getting 20 minutes. Like, why are we starting Jovic and then sitting him? Like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, what does Haywood Highsmith do? That's supposed to like, <laughs> goddamn, I can't take this motherfucker off the court. Look at him. He's out here looking Aki as shit. Like, <laughs> dribbling with his left hand like it's the first time he's ever seen that motherfucker. Like, I saw my daughter today. She lifted up her left hand and she was like, oh, All right. what is this? <laughs> she did that. It looked like Haywood Highsmith dribbling with the left hand. It was the same goddamn thing. Like, oh, shit. I can do this, and he almost dribbled the ball out of bounds. Like, what the fuck are we doing with Haywood Heisman? Like, and my thing is, like, I understand. You only have a few healthy players, so you have to see what guys can do. Why are we not seeing what fucking Jovic can do in extended minutes? Like, why are we not seeing that? Instead, we're trying out Haywood fucking Heisman, because Haywood Heisman is the future? Future what? The fuck are we doing? The Washington goddamn generals? Fucking hell, man. <laughs> Take me out, Brad. Like, Jesus, what the fucking Haywood Heisman shit? He should be playing 10 fucking minutes. Like, Jovic should have 35 minutes. Win or lose, at least you know what Jovic can do. Like, what are we doing? Now I know what fucking Haywood Highsmith can do. I have a really good idea what Jamal <laughs> Kane can do in extended minutes. Great. What the fuck am I going to do with that information? Useless. <laughs> Useless goddamn information. Even if Jokic was bad, it feels like something you work through growing pains. In games like yeah. this where you yeah. don't have anybody, yes. you Let him work figure through it out. and you see where you can use him. You see what he's good at. You find different things, his strengths, his weaknesses. It feels like we're not really learning anything other than the fact that, okay, he could push pace in this part of the game. And they could run this one play for him every seven times down the court. Like, it's like we're not learning. Like you just said, like we probably are learning more about Haywood Highsmith. I've learned. But why do I need to learn about Haywood Highsmith? Yeah, we're good. I'm because he's a, undrafted. It's just... <laughs> he, has a, he has a long bio on mybead.com. Oh, my God. Dude, gonna get a, he's going to get a five-year fucking $30 million contract. It's it? somehow more infuriating than, like, the the Josh and Justice years because when they would play, they would get a ton of minutes. It's like, well, hey, but look. Look what we're they, look what they did. There was, a, there was a learning curve there. And, like, man. I would cut if, – if I was running the Miami Heat – I would cut Haywood Highsmith. I would have done it halfway through the fucking last game and then through the Cavs game. I would have cut him at halftime. I don't care if I have seven healthy players. I would have forfeited the fucking game. I would have cut (laughs) him and asked Carmelo Anthony to come through. Like, I don't know, or fucking Dwight Howard, Boogie Cousins, any of these washed up fucking guys who could rebound. Dwight's killing it in China. Listen, Dwight's doing work in Taiwan. So, Mm -hmm. listen, Dwight Howard right now is better than Dwayne Dedman. And I, listen, I don't really want Dwight Howard. I'm just talking shit. But I'm just with him. like if I could have Carmelo Anthony or fucking Haywood Heisman, why would I take Carmelo Anthony? Can Arvidas Sabonis still get up and down the floor at this point? <laughs> Is he alive? I'll keep just in case, but I hope so. Did you kill him? How much would uh, Dwayne Dedman put up in Taiwan? 
Ooh, man. 12. 12 and 8. No, come on. Because he would get like 12 of them step backs a game. Three or four. He's only used to working on American cars, though. That's the issue. (laughs) Hmm. Oh, Oh, man. We we can't be so down bad. We're asking for Dwight Howard, man. Speaking of drunk uncles, uh, we have a. We have a. We have a segment. Uh, It's not even a segment. We got uh, advanced footage of um, the new episode of The Shop. You know, you guys know LeBron's show. It's about to be stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Brady, you might want to sign off at this point. Um, (laughs) Uh, We we got advanced footage of the, the latest episode of The Shop, and it's a Thanksgiving edition, so we wanted to preview it for you guys. Hey everybody, thanks for showing up to this special episode of The Shop, Thanksgiving edition. I appreciate y'all, man, I really do. I appreciate my brothers for, you know, showing up here on this special occasion. Before we eat, you know, before we say the blessing and everything, I want to go around the table. I want to hear what you guys are thankful for this year. I'm thankful to Bank of America for cashing that check, check, Bonsoir. I am thankful for Laurie Marinet of the Utah Jazz for playing so well. I don't have to live in Salt Lake City. <laughs> what are you thankful for? No, no, you—you don't want with all the questions. What are you thankful for? <laughs> I mean, answer shit. What are you thankful for? <laughs> I am thankful for the pilgrims that originally came over to the continental United States as part of a caravan, a caravan that was funded by none other than George Soros. Hey, 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 hey. that's good. We good, Kai. We good. Thank you, thank you, uh, thank you for your words. Uh, let, who, who, who's next? Who's next? <laughs> He's not my problem now. Mashed potatoes, out of here! <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, for me, you know, I'm thankful uh, for y'all taking all the spotlight off my Lakers first and foremost. And you know, I'm also thankful that I, you know, I have the wisdom and the foresight. You know, uh, like when I told the Indians not to go have dinner with the pilgrims and not to take none of their blankets. You know, I told them that, you know, I had said that I had said that at the time, you know, but they didn't listen. And, you know, look where we are now, you know, uh, Hey, yo, doc, doc, what you doing back there? What's going on? We hungry. I ain't cooking nothing. Thank you, LeBron, for letting us in the shop. I thought that was a nice. Yeah, I think you have Ethan's webcam. (laughs) Not sure what's going on there. Yeah, Brady, what is that? You don't have to answer. I I just want to see your facial expression. Like, what is Ethan's thing with cameras? Like, what does he do to them before he records stuff? I have no idea. I like. I'm, I feel like I'm supposed to have this inside information. There, there was one the other day where it was the worst one I've ever seen. Like, it was like literally. I thought it was a joke because he was on the court and I was walking over there and I saw it. And I thought it was literally like like something he was like doing as a joke. And I walked up to him and I was like, I was like, what, are you serious? And he was just like, he was like, it's the lighting. And that was the worst. And he kept walking. So I said, okay, like. Uh, I, I I think it's a bit, but hey, if he if it isn't, then I, he's got to keep it rolling. I don't know. Like I, I, really... I asked him the other day, did he smear mayonnaise on the back of his camera? You asked him that because he's white. That's fucked up, Alf. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love mayonnaise. Ready? Right before Thanksgiving. No. No, you don't like mayonnaise. Oh man. Okay. I like how uh, Brass put that green bean casserole in there like we wouldn't know. You know Nash brought it's that It's not like shit, I right? cooked that food in the fucking video. <laughs> what the fuck? Nash definitely brought the green bean casserole. Steve Nash brought that green bean casserole. Man, all due respect, white Thanksgiving just sounds depressing. 
Brady. Like, hey, I, I, I might have told, told Al the story before. Like, I I went to high school in the suburbs, and I, I had a white dude's Kool-Aid right. before. And it was it was just like, it was unfortunate. I'm sorry, Brady. I forgot you were here. <laughs> uh, don't let Ethan see this episode, but um, good luck on Thursday, you and Brass. Thoughts and prayers. Raising this shit for no reason. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I, I probably shouldn't say it, but nobody I know watches this late. Um, so there was a there was there was a uh, a Thanksgiving at a family member's house, and they're married to a white person, and they made the turkey. And I'm gonna tell you, honest to goodness, they bought a turkey from Publix, unwrapped that motherfucker, took a stick of butter and rubbed it over the turkey. Put that some bitch in the oven and then served <laughs> it. Like we're not talking about no seasoning, no stuffing, no nothing. Like they rubbed a stick of butter, and that was the only seasoning. So it was just like See, buttered turkey. And ever since then, I haven't trusted white people. Brady, I don't think you're familiar with my game, so you might want to go ahead and turn your camera off before I say this. That story right there scares me away from interracial dating more than immaturity. <laughs> oh my god. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.